Hey, what's going on? My name's Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his. I'm a transformational coach, and I'm here for the Patterns of Possibility. I'm going to answer some questions on Reddit. Ready? Let's go. So again, I'm here answering some more questions that I found in the Reddit subreddit of Friendship Advice. And I grabbed these questions because as a transformational coach, I help people build genuine connection. And I hope that I can answer some of these questions and uh, share what I know to help other people build some connections. So without further ado, I'm gonna jump right into it. The first question. My friend is toxic but I don't know how to get out of our friendship. I've known Lucy for two years and she is a relatively toxic person. She'll be very self-absorbed at times, often talking for hours about herself. She will try to make others feel guilty about their success and trying to make the conversation about her. She also constantly patronizes me, calls me names, complains about me behind my back and to my face, as well as abuse me physically and mentally. Parentheses punching me, leaving bruises on my arm, then getting angry with me for having to explain to my parents why I had them, end parentheses. She often comes to me for emotional support, and although I'm grateful she is able to trust me, she also uses the fact that I have knowledge of her past in hurting herself to blackmail me. I've confronted her many times about her, quote, extensive, unquote, toxic traits, but each time, she either takes it very personally or as a direct attack or will blame me. Naturally, I want to stop being friends with her, but how can I do this safely? It's going to cause a massive rift in our friendship group dynamic and I may lose good friends. Wow, I'm almost, almost unable to say anything. I'm pretty shocked and, and stunned by the whole ordeal. You've been putting up with a lot in this friendship for the sake of keeping a friend. And uh, it doesn't seem like you're getting much out of it as far as you know what a friend should be. It seems more like they're a child to you or something that you need to take care of, like maintenance. It doesn't seem like it's much fun for you. So that kind of uh, really sucks because a we all want to be able to have close friends. And if it's been so long and you've tried so hard and realizing that you're at this point where your energy is not going to do anything, like all the work and all the effort you put into the friendship isn't going to change the friendship. Is it going to change how they behave with you? So you're at a point now where you're just like, I've had enough. I want to walk away. And you know, I think it's a really great move that you want to walk away. And the, the concern that you mentioned about friends, having, losing friends, um, I, I want to say that it, hmm, I don't think it'd be a big, I want to say I'm surprised that you are afraid of losing friends. Is it that kind of a, a situation where it's all or nothing 
Like, if you don't talk to this one girl, Lucy, if you're not talking to her, then nobody else is going to talk to you. You're not going to be friends with them. Then if they're siding with her, it's a guaranteed, it's guaranteed that they're going to bring the same kind of energy to you. Like, if they cannot separate you two, say, I'm Lucy's friend and I'm also your friend, they can't do that, then they're, they're going to bring the toxicness with them. And I think it's so worth cutting out the toxic, the most toxic part of your friendship or your connections with people so that you can see other pieces of the, I guess, the toxicity, other bunches of toxicity just fall off because, you know, when you're away from the source, the people who are around that source are also kind of toxic. So it might be a good thing or it might be something that benefits you even though it hurts a lot to make sure that take that clean break and also know that that's what's making you free for the next next set of friendships that you have whatever friendships that you have if they are loyal to her and will do what she says you are definitely better off without them it's it's definitely to your advantage. So for you, Poster, I have a question about what makes you want to stay with them? What is it about that friendship that you have? I, I understand that you spent a lot of time and energy into it, but what is it around you that you're losing when you walk away from this friendship? I think um, maybe taking inventory and checking out exactly what is going to change in your life when this friendship goes, who's going to change, who might be here, who might be there, and whether they they provide that much value in your life will give you some guidance around how you want to handle this situation. I mean, if you could never, we never want to talk to you again, you might just want to blow up the bridge. I wouldn't do that if you never feel like you can talk to them again. If you want it to be cordial then you can just say your goodbyes but be sure not to get caught up in the toxicity of the whole thing because you know you've been a good friend to them and they probably won't want to let you go you know so I just want to say best of luck to you I hope that when you make this break that it works out well all right I hope this helps All right, let's move on to the next question. Should I stop talking with him? Hmm. I have a male friend who constantly puts me down. I have tried sometime to explain to him that what he does annoys me and he always apologizes, but he does the same thing again and again. He is overweight, but I never told him anything to put him down like he does to me all the time. I'm always supportive. Should I stop talking to him? I find him toxic. Toxic seems to be the word of the moment right now. Uh, should I stop talking to him? Yes, <laughs> just flat out yes. I mean, it's, it's spelled out right there. He doesn't provide the kind of value that you want to him. Or on the other hand, 
I mean, there is something that you're getting from him, this ability to, this opportunity to take care of him, to care for him, to feel like you do for him and you should be appreciated. That feeling of wanting to be appreciated is something that you get from him and the kind of relationship that you have. So what is it about being appreciated that you like so much about this? Um, that might help you decide why and stick to the why it's very good to stop talking to him or at least allowing him to treat you in that manner. Like if you were to maintain a friendship like this, I mean, really, it'd be really difficult to because it seems like it's really hurtful to you to be called names, of course. But if you were to maintain a, a friendship or, or anything, you have to set boundaries and you say, OK, hey, buddy, I don't I don't want you to, to insult me. It doesn't feel good. I don't like it. I'm your friend and I don't expect my friends to treat me that way. And then if he does it again, hey, like I said, I don't like you to treat me that way. But so I'm not going to hang out with you today um, for the rest of the week. Maybe we'll talk sometime later. And then you meet up again and boom, they said the same thing. I think three strikes is, um, three is a pattern. One accident, two, maybe a trend that might worth looking into. But I think if you see it the third time, it's most likely a definite part of their pattern of behavior. So you said he does it over and over and over again, and there's no consequence to him telling you that you are calling you names. There's no consequence. So what I'm saying is essentially create the consequence and stick to it and you will have a healthier friendship. That might mean that you talk less often or um, really, and if you really want to remove yourself from this relationship, it's worth understanding why you get so much value from helping him like it must make you feel good to help him i've been in a situation like that where i just feel like well he's he needs me and i'm the only one there for him something along those lines it, it feels like that's what's happening in this situation so it just wants you to be conscious of that if you're being put down and you're not being appreciated what is driving you to look and work so hard for the appreciation I hope that helps. Um, I really do. Take care. All right, let's roll into the next question. Is it worth texting his ex-best friend for my clothes back? Okay. <laughs> I've had this very close friend on and off for like seven years. But last summer, she regressed into her old ways and our friendship ended. A few months before this, I had lent her my favorite coat and boots because she needed to wear them to a job interview. Month after month, she continuously shows up to our plans without my stuff, and every time, I keep asking. After the friendship ended, I texted her in the fall asking for my stuff back. She didn't respond, but I see her wearing them on social media. I'm thinking of calling her and telling her I'll be at her front door to pick them up, but also I'm afraid that I'll revive the nastiness where we left off. P.S. I decided to text her to give her the heads up 
and turns out she blocked me after the last text I sent in the fall asking for my stuff. All right, so do you want to know if you should get back in the mix? These yes or no questions. I mean, from an outsider's point of view, of course, not having the same kind of the feelings and attachment that you have for this. I'm like, girl, girl, let them have them boots. Just, you're done with it. You're done with it. Just be done with the drama that you're having around her. It's, it's going to be a loss in the situation. It's going to be a loss. Uh, a couple of hundred dollars is a small price to pay for your own sanity, your comfort, your peace. I do not recommend that you contact them for anything. I do not recommend that. You will definitely start this old flame again, this, this nastiness. It's going to return with an vengeance, and it's going to be so hmm, devastating, I think, just to revive it. I mean, like I feel like when, let's say, the caffeine, like you're on caffeine or something like that, you're drinking coffee every day for a week, and... The next week, you decide no, you're not drinking coffee. And then the week after that, you're not drinking coffee either. And the next week, you decide, hey, I want a cup of coffee. You're going to feel that buzz, that wake up, that pick me up a lot more than you would before. Like if you had been drinking it for those last two weeks. So what I'm saying is that when you enter this situation again, after being away from the toxicity, you jump back into it, it's going to feel even worse. It's going to get even worse. So I highly recommend that you call it a loss, let it go, and go talk trash about them to some friends that you know or something. Just go let your feelings about them out in another way. Do not direct them towards them. Do not talk to them. Do not pass go and collect $200. But, you know, that's just a guy looking outside in. I hope this helps. Best of luck to you. All right, next one. What am I to make of this? And what would you think? Oh boy, you're asking me what I think. I have a friend who I share a lot in common with, but also have extreme differences in our core values. Oh man. Earlier, we got into an argument about something from the past. About two years ago, I had been feeling sick. I was having reoccurring bouts of faintness and exhaustion. And one day, the ill feeling came upon me worse than, than the times before. I was very glad when he showed up. So I asked him if he could stay with me until I improved. He was used to spending hours a day at my place anyway. And he didn't have any mandatory obligations like a job as he was unemployed at the time. But... He didn't stay. When I have brought this up to him, he stands by his opinion that he's not in the wrong and says, it's silly of me to be under the assumption that people should be expected to organize their lives around another person just because that person is having a bad day. Thoughts? Huh, that's interesting. So, um... It sounds like there were some expectations that you had of them that they should help you and they didn't. 
and uh, you were upset by that, and you blame him. You tell him that he's wrong for that, and uh, that I guess that's the origin of your fight. So you asked what my thoughts were about the situation, and um, you know, in every situation, your feelings are valid. So if you feel disappointed, you feel let down, you feel hurt that they didn't stay with you, then of course, that, that makes sense. You have been very sick for a while, they've known you for a while, so you'd want them to stay with you. I think, though, that I'm not really sure about the dynamic of your relationship back then. It doesn't sound like he was committed to you in any way, like as far as uh, some legal manner or anything. It was just a, it was a friendship. And of course, you know, friendships, you would expect some things from friends. But um, I feel like there's something missing from this. Because if this is a friend that came over to see you when you were very sick and um, you had a good relationship and you asked them to stay when you were at your sickest and they didn't really have anything to do in the next day, I would think that they'd want to stay with you. So I wonder if there's something else that has happened in your relationship that wasn't disclosed here, that there's something about the, the that night. Maybe I, we need to know what his side is, of course, to, to really understand the whole thing looking from the outside looking in. But it sounds like there's something that has happened because it just doesn't sound like all of a sudden they'd say, I'm here at your side, I'm running for you, I'm gonna drop everything and then be there for you, and boom, they're there, and they decide, well, never mind, I'm just gonna go home. I think something happened where they decided they don't wanna stay, or something on their end, maybe something between you two, but he definitely had feelings about that. And I'm gonna guess, take a wild guess here and say that you may have told him you expect him to do this and he may not have felt appreciated for that because it was an expectation of, well, he dropped everything for you and maybe on his own volition, he would have stayed the night, but maybe there was an expectation that he should. He should do it. You need to stay here because I'm sick. You gotta take care of me. And I think that may have had an effect on him where he'd left. But I don't know, I'm making this up. This could not be true, but based on what I know about people and, and how situations like this goes, I would say that it sounds like that. And if he, and if he left, you know, that that's terrible. Like both of you feel like you've been wronged in the situation. And the solution is not to blame each other for what happened in the situation. It's not to blame each other and look back two years, two years ago and say, I was sick and you weren't there for me, but he was there for you and he didn't want to stay the night, but you should have stayed the night. You weren't there for me at all. Don't rehash that. That whole thing is just hurting your relationship. The key to moving past this is to hear each other out. Try to put yourself in his shoes. In the scenario that I just described, he may have felt underappreciated. Maybe ask him. Ask him about how he felt that night. Because he sounds like, it sounds like that could be a possibility. 
And then you would also want him to hear your side of the story. There's this verification and validation. You want to make sure that you demonstrate that you understand how they feel about what they're talking about. You have to demonstrate that you understand how he feels about the night that he left when you were sick. Now, I hope that you're not flipping out thinking, what about me? What about me? Yes, yes, yes. There is a point to this. This is for you. Asking about your friend is to heal your relationship. At the end of the day, if he never gets to hear your side of the if he never gets to hear your point of view, like fully hear how you felt and consider it, then it it's a lot of emotional work on your part to not want to keep telling him. But if he doesn't get that at the and you you recognize that that's just the way things are going to be and you're okay with that, then you can restore your friendship by hearing his side. And he'll be happy go lucky with you if you can bury that part. But whatever you do, the rehashing and the hashing and the rehashing is not helping your situation. So with that said, I hope that this really helps. Don't rehash the situation. Go see if you can understand what they're going through. Okay. Best of luck to you. Let's move on to the next question. All right. This is the last question. I was selfish and I didn't give her the space she needed. I tried to apologize at the wrong time and she explodes and saying hurtful things. Okay, this sounds really familiar. <laughs> I've been friends with this girl for seven years. I have anxiety and have seasons when I feel like garbage all the time. And she has helped me through those times. I've also helped her in hard times and she's become important to me. Recently with COVID, I had an anxious episode and wanted to talk to her, but got angry because she was busy. In December, a lot happened to her. She got COVID, but got better. Her grandpa also got it and recovered, but she was depressed and stressed. And again, I got upset. She wasn't really there. I realized that I was selfish and wrong. And she lashed out telling me she was having a bad time and she was done with me and that was really painful. We haven't talked since then. I wanna to talk to her, but I'm hurt and don't know what to do. Hmm. So there doesn't seem to be a question, question per se here. I like that you left in the statement form, just kind of stating what's out there, implying that some advice is needed. I somehow somehow caught on to, the, to that and then think, wow, that's really great that you're not asking me to, to do something in your life. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. We haven't talked since then. I really want to talk to her, but I'm too hurt and I don't know what to do. 
wow, this sounds pretty tough, pretty tough. And COVID stresses everyone out, stressed everyone out. And these times, especially people who have had loved ones get sick and people who have been sick themselves, it's, if you get it bad enough, you know, it's kind of like a really painful reminder that life is short. And even if you get it, you still might feel like, wow, life is short because you don't know what's going to happen with this. It's so unknown and it has been taking people down instantly, essentially just gone faster than we've ever seen. So I I hear you with this. It, it sounds like you recognize that your friend has had a really difficult time and they're suffering because they have had COVID, their loved ones have had COVID and there's other stressors that come along with the pandemic as, you know, um, security of all kinds, like housing security, job security, medical security and safety, all of these things have come to the surface and it's really easy to stress anyone out these days with that. So you, the person who wrote this, recognize that you have been a little butt. <laughs> yeah, you've been like uh, pretty needy and upset that they are not paying enough attention to you, essentially. So I wonder what the kind of relationship this is. Like uh, if you're friends or do you have feelings for each other in some capacity as in romantic feelings? Um, it just seems like there's something really intensely emotional happening there because, and I say that because if I look at your friend with all the misgivings, all the things that are happening in their life, COVID, which is really deadly, once again, just, just throwing it out there, having it could be seeing your life flash before your eyes, having someone you love catch it can, be the last time you may ever, you know, see them. So that kind of stress on top of anything else that's happening in their life, it's understandable that you would want to stop and help your friend or support your friend in some way, shape or form, because whatever they're dealing with is a lot less or a lot more actually than what you're dealing with. And this be one of those times that your friend would need you more than most. I mean, I could be deathly sick and I'm not going to listen to you and your problems. I really have maybe 24 hours left or 48 hours or however long left. I do not want to spend it hearing about you and taking care of your problems. I'm going to focus on breathing. Yes. I would say that that's very insensitive of you to to just like demand that they want the attention that you want your you want their attention. It's very insensitive. And um, as far as you being hurt, I'm going to say that, of course, that makes sense that you would be hurt because your relationship must have been something a lot different. Like you always kind of looked after each other or something like that, or you felt like they had time for you and they supported you in some way. But um, it's really hard to 
I don't want to say justify. Justify is not the right word here. You don't need to justify anything to anybody, but uh, I just can't see how your feelings take precedence over your friends and how you believe that should be true, even if they're in a situation where it's very uncertain final consequences. So, of course, your feelings are valid. They're always valid. Of course, you're going to be hurt. And approaching this situation when you're hurt, trying to mend your friendship, I think that when you're hurt and when it's raw, both of you, it's not a good idea to try and make a connection. It's not a good idea to work with the with yourself out there on the line because when you're intensely raw and emotional like that anything said could set you off anything said all your feelings will just come flooding out and them they are at their hardest too they're raw and you want to go and tell everything to them you want to talk to them and share everything like please i'm sorry i'm sorry all these emotions i'm sorry i'm sorry but you know sometimes i'm here for you but you weren't here for me this time because i really needed you and you want to go tell your friend all that stuff and they're like whoa oh god i've just i'm just able to breathe these days i'm just able to get myself together i don't i i'm right over here rethinking the meaning of life i survived covid and I need to figure out what's going on with me. So I think that you're going to go into this scenario if you wanted to talk to your friend while you're hurt. Of course, you said you're hurt. You don't know what to do. But don't go to your friend when you're hurt because you're going to want them to heal you by telling you that things are okay. And that's not fair to them. That's not going to. Rather, although it's not fair to them, but it's not going to benefit you and the fact that you want to re restore their relationship because they're hurt themselves so you need to go find something else to heal with don't expect the apology don't expect the i'm sorry to restore your friendship it won't it won't do that you have to go and deal with your pain first go figure out why you're so upset about this person not paying attention to you why it hurt so much that even though they had all these things, terrible things happen to them in this year, that you still believe that they should pay attention to you or they should, they should take care of you. They should hear you. It doesn't sound quite reasonable. And I wonder, maybe you also would take a look at yourself to take a look inside and see like you know am i being unreasonable or where do i do this when when does this kind of behavior shows up has everyone has anyone ever had unreasonable standards for you has anyone treated you like that like even though you were hurt they expected you to take care of them just kind of explore that a bit and see what's going on there so that you can do some healing before you go into this relationship or trying to restore this relationship when you're hurt. 
it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse and, and harder to, to recover from. So I really hope this helps you and best of luck. Really take care. So that's all the questions I have this time. I hope to see you next time with some more. If you, oh, follow me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Also YouTube, obviously you're watching us on YouTube or listening on YouTube. Um, I'm on YouTube and um, I'm also on Clubhouse. You can find me at Clubhouse. It's Parents of Possibility. You can find me at www.parentsofpossibility.com as well as you know all the other social medias. I'm on LinkedIn too. <laughs> I always like to joke about that, but I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Uh, so if I'm also on Reddit. So if you are interested, if you have any questions for me, have any thoughts, ideas, feel free to message me, drop a line, drop in my DMs or slide in my DMs, whatever it is. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care.